Welcome back to The Bunt, the people's podcast, brought to you by the number one shoe in skateboarding. Wow, you're talking goat. Yeah, that's mm-hmm. great. I can talk. Terrific. <laughs> so what were you doing? Playing the football or something? Throwing it around like the boys? Yeah, we were throwing oh, yeah. it around. Yes, we were. <laughs> oh. Goat. Hey. What? You're a good goat. Vans. Off the wall since 1960, motherfucking six. <laughs> And now, live from Studio E, The Bunt with Safer and Donovan. You are now listening to Season 12 of The Bunt. Boy, are we happy to be back. I'm D. Jones. I got the ghost with me. Ants one behind the scenes. A staple on the ones and twos around here. It's a cool thing. Still. Ghost, it's a massive week. What do we got popping? Oh, we got the big homie from the UK, Kyle Wilson. Up and coming. Legend in the game. I can just feel it. Can't wait for his uh, big banging part. But uh, yeah, we chop it up with him. Great interview. Great kid. And then you know what time it is. Taking y'all straight to the post office. And then it's the rundown. Sports is popping these days. Get your emails and voice notes in like the ghost said to the buntlive at gmail.com. The post office is back up and running. Make sure you check us out at thebuntlive.com. You know we are working on something for the people. Probably just a couple weeks out, right? Yeah, hell yeah. Excited about it. Uh, the people going to be hyped on this drop. <laughs> and as always, head over to our YouTube, youtube.com slash the bunt video reviews going up, hopefully weekly. And then last but not least, our Patreon, man. Patreon.com slash the bunt. Every little bit helps from the people. We doing it for y'all. And that leads us to one of my favorite segments, the ghost shout out of the week. Oh, shit. Been a while. Yeah. How many you got? been a, a blessed off season and uh i made a few notes you know what i'm saying just a few shout outs that i wanted to get to uh let's see here <clears throat> first and foremost <laughs> the god brandon turner his part 38 years young was mind-blowing switch hard flipping off of buildings and uh that switch dropping etc go check that out if you haven't in the skate mafia promo uh, big shouts to our boy Mason Silva. Mm. That Nike part was it a Nike part or a real part? I can't remember. <laughs> He's stopping one one or the other every other month nowadays, man. Either way, go check it. The man's a savage, uh, but y'all know that. Yo, one thing I want to make clear is that this guy hasn't had his name in the Sodi running yet, and it's coming for him, man. Oh yeah, yeah. He this- is. He. <laughs> He's on a mission, and he cannot be stopped. Mason Silva, we love you, dog. Hell yeah. Next up, another alum, Jesse Alba. He dropped a banging part in the frog video that they dropped, I think. Also can't remember. (laughs) Too many videos. videos, (laughs) But yeah, he was going in. That was dope to see. He had an ill back nose blunt stall on some crazy street transition thing. Respect to the boy. Oh, uh, another shout out. This guy, maybe we'll have to have him on this season, possibly. Digby Luxton. Oh. Did you see that part? Incredible. Australia, homie. 
hella season. The part just got better and better as it went along. Mm-hmm. The good homie Tom Snape had a trick in there, or a line in there, guest trick. That was ill. Last but not least, another Bunt alum, Austin Gillette, man. Oh. You see that video? That was crazy. Yo. That's... I mean, the other homie, Mike Anderson, right? Yeah, yeah, or yeah. He, he snapped two. It's Jake. It's Jake. It's front three heel and bars. But, um, that ain't, that ain't but right. Austin, I, that his last trick, the switch of nose around revert, I went there when we were in Paris. Yeah, and I saw that too. I immediately texted Bobby when we were there because I was like, yo, this back nose one is insane that you did. Yeah, right. switch up nose grind reaver don't even make no sense it's crazy because you did the switch nose grind reaver early on and you're yeah. like damn that was crazy yeah I, I stopped the part rewound that just because i i respect that spot so much and then when he came back with the ender i was trying to guess what he was gonna do and i could see his feet were in the switch shove and i'm like yeah, there's no, no way <laughs> and then he did it yo that was also flawless. madness yeah, yeah so flawless it was, made it look like a skate park outlet it was cleaner than the switch nose grind reaver yeah, people damn. go there and look at that thing it ain't even right man twisted couple things to go over nollie trade challenge man our second bracket ever brian herman came through and absolutely killed it man sponsored by baker so it was only fitting who knows where we're gonna go with this bracket challenge next uh i've got an idea but <laughs> we'll, we'll save that uh yeah shouts to herman i was pissed to be honest because me and aiden our boy we uh, both had flawless brackets till the finals and I just, I went hardy, but I forgot that sometimes the voting is about popularity. So I yeah. still think the hardy nolly tray is my favorite. Not, I'm not going to call it the best, but it was my favorite. But uh, yeah, that, that was a dope. Uh, thanks for your submissions. And we had five winners, man. Turn up. Absolute success. I remember in the switch tray one, we both voted with our hearts. Went a little smarter in the nollie tray one even we created it and can't pick this shit <laughs> and we were still wrong so it just goes to show anybody could win and like you said congrats to the five winners and big thanks to baker skateboards for sponsoring hell yeah so like we said kyle wilson in the building uk legend palace skateboards nike sb good friend of the homie kgz so you knew it was just a matter of time before we got him in the hot seat Real shit, yo. Style God, big pop. Can't wait for his next part, man, because he's been putting in a lot of work and he's going to turn some heads. Absolutely. Can't wait to see that part. There's only one thing left to do before we get into the interview, and it's a little different for season 12. I'm already a pops, so you know I'm working on that dad bod. The beers thing of the past. It's all about the pizza this season, and Maker Pizza is ready to let you meet your maker, man. But don't take it from us. Just listen to the big homie, Maddie Matheson. This is literally the best pizza in the world. Order yours online using the Maker app available on iOS, or if for some reason you don't have an iPhone, it's available on Android too. Or just pop by either location, downtown at Queen and Spadina or uptown at Avenue and Lawrence. Matter of fact, let's go get a Dr. Pepperoni and some wings after this, dog. Bad man, we got Kyle Wilson in the building. What's cracking, yo? Yo, what's good, G? You right? How you doing? <laughs> Straight chilling, dog. Yep. So we start every show off the same. Hit us with your favorite skate moment and your favorite sports moment. Uh, favorite skate moment? Slightly. I'll probably say from like top of my head, Tiago, switchback tail at Macbo. Oh. 
Just watch it, watching him roll up to that thing. Ooh, that shit's crazy, fam. Oh, Come you on, were man. there? No, no. Like, like literally, when like watching the clip itself. Yeah. Like it was crazy, but um, either that and um, favorite like sports moment of all time. Mm, probably say like MJ, like uh, free throw, like dunking from the free throw line. Probably. Ooh. That's like yeah, something like. That's like, three point shit. Yeah, that's heavy. <laughs> you bought the Jordan brand, eh? For real, hey, MJ's slightly some on some god shit for real. <laughs> <laughs> it's crazy. Well, he was on his god shit when he was in his prime, for real. No, no doubt, no doubt. So, yo, take us back to the beginning. Where'd you grow up and how'd you get into skating? Grew up in um like uh, East London. Like started skating with my best friends when I like when I was super young, maybe like fourteen, like fifteen or something. And uh, I think I'm pretty sure we started like uh, playing Skate Three. Or like Tony Hawk, it was one of those like random skate games, and uh, like I think one of my mates was like, "Yo, might as well just chip in some money together, get a little Sports Direct board or whatever, and then start skating from there in it." So we all just shared it together, so it was pretty fun. Damn, like, that's how it started. Yeah, it was it was mad cheap as well, so it was, it was chill. But obviously it wasn't a proper board, but that shit was yeah, it was jokes nonetheless, innit? But yo, sometimes that's risky if you get one of the shitty boards and it sucks. So like it might just turn you off yeah. skating forever you know you're like yo what the fuck slightly yeah i know what you mean that shit will put you off in a heartbeat <laughs> well luckily you stuck around but nah it was it was chill luckily yeah just ended up just finding like finding a real setup at some point down the line so it was it was chill word was it mm. did you steal it right <laughs> <laughs> that's actually jokes that you even said that but uh nah nah um i just thought uh, one of my boys had like some old shit and he just like hooked it up at the time in it, so. no, I'm just yeah, obviously yeah. saying because of your Instagram handle. As well. yeah, I wanted to ask yeah. you that, anyways. Like, if if there's a story behind the the Instagram handle. Oh, swear! Uh, yeah, so um, that that whole Instagram thing came around with um, this guy that went to my local skate park. His name's Callum. Like one day, I was like, we were all skating with my friends, and then we must have been like chilling out the park. He must have pulled up, and like he didn't have a setup or something, and he must have like like raised one of my friends up or like he must have raised my setup actually <laughs> like he must have taken my setup and he must have like ducked out or whatever and then uh like one of my friends was like like oh what you like raise your board like throw your board and, and, and like somehow like it's it kind of clicked it wasn't even me stealing someone's setup it was like slightly like me getting my like board raised or whatever. <laughs> the opposite <laughs> yeah yeah but it's just funny like i don't know and then like it was more like my friends was like listen to that song fucking uh, like recently, was that Miss, Mrs. Studio Girl or some shit? Yeah. It just kind of stuck on from there, innit? Like with the whole Mrs. Studio board shit. Damn, the truth comes out, yo. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I ain't even really be stealing anyone's boards. Like, <laughs> that shit's just like a, it's a part of it, though. It's just funny as fuck. When Instagram was a little bit newer, everyone had like more of a nickname, and now everyone mm. is heading towards just like the most serious Instagram, just their, their name. To see you keep the yeah. nickname around is dope. Yeah, yeah, I, I noticed that as well, to be honest, but uh, I don't know, I kind of, I don't take it as serious, so it's kind of like, fuck it, Yeah. it's, it's a joke, isn't it, like, it's kind of like that fucking, that shit, it never really, like, goes away, well, not like, goes away, but, yeah, it's one of them ones. Should call you Mr. My so. Board Got Raised, yo. It's like, you could just switch it up and, yeah, change up the shit. <laughs> so, what was your first big break in the skate industry? Oh, uh... Uh, that's kind of a, a hard one. I'd say when we were really young, a friend of mine called Austin Bristow filmed this video called uh, Summer in the City. Mm-hmm. And it was it was like the first video that I 
like really had like a part in. And um, since then, I guess we, we got hooked up from there uh, after we won. Uh, I forgot what year it was in actually, but it was it was pretty good. And like uh, they had a premiere and everything in House of Vans, like the one in London. Sick. But um, I don't know, after that, I, I got approached by Slam City Skates, which is like the, the shop in London. It's like one of the older shops in London or whatever. And then uh, they hooked it up. We're like, yo, do you want some like boards or whatever? Like start getting free like clothes and shit. Just pretty chill, yeah. Good opportunity for like a you as well growing up, defo. Definitely, sure, <laughs> yeah. man. How old are you now? Twenty-two. Woo! Oh shit, you're still still a, baby, a you, man. yeah. You're like oh, way back yeah. when I was younger, fourteen. Yo, that was like not that long ago, dog. Yeah, we forget we're old men now, dog. <laughs> oh man, no, not even. We no, old you heads. You just saying that you're not even old. It's <laughs> too good. Nah, chill, ten, ten years, you're senior, man. That's pretty old. Oh man, yeah. <laughs> nah, not even. I, I tell you the truth. I, my girl's like uh, ten years older than me. Really? So yeah, yeah. So wow. It doesn't really to me age is but a thing, and it? it's like just a number. <laughs> for, <laughs> for real, for real. Oh, saying you got sure. that game, eh? <laughs> ten years older. Uh, okay, I see. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's jokes though. Yeah, so you spent some time in Canada growing up. Tell us a bit about that. Uh yeah, so. My my two older brothers, uh, they they both grew up in Jamaica, and it's kind of like a backstory to how I like I ended up going to Canada in the first place, and then um, my their parents split up, and their father went to Canada, and then them their mom, which is like my mom as well, stayed, and like she went to Jamaica, and um, uh, she went to the UK sorry after, and then um, from there I basically like my mom my mom went to like uh, Canada to like go visit them. And uh, like basically the, the, their father wasn't really like around as much, but my mom was like, I, okay, I might as well like have everyone here at the same time so I can look after everybody. Mm-hmm. And it was kind of like, it was a good time where I was like growing up with them. I got to like spend time with them as well. Mm-hmm. But like, it was, it was kind of like strange as well. I was, I was really young, so I didn't really get like to spend as much time there. But mm-hmm. it, was, it was nice though, definitely. Like the neighborhoods and everything are like, like mad pristine. Everything is like so much cleaner than here, like for real. Can't even stress that enough, man. Like everything's mad clean there. What part of Canada? Uh, Edmonton, Alberta. It was pretty sick though. That's a fun fact for the Canadians listening, yo. It's so random. Oh man. Yeah. <laughs> I know, I know, it's so random. Yeah, I didn't believe that when I read it. Yeah, yeah. My, my oldest brother still lives out there. Wait, I'll sh- I show you. He's, I've got like a photo of, of my oldest brother as well, like right here. But this is when he was a U as well. Like, <laughs> yeah. So he, like, little bean head. <laughs> yeah. That's, that's one of them and uh, the other one's over there. That's uh, Kevin. Hell but, yeah. Uh, one of them lives in Jamaica at the moment and the other one lives in Canada. Damn. Yeah, he's got like a, a family and everything and he makes music. That's cool. So, yeah, yeah. It's a bit of a world tour for you if you want to see your siblings, eh? Oh, man. But it's, it's definitely worth it though. Oh, of course. You get of to course, like, yeah. go like different different parts of the world and see the culture as well like go to canada and shit it's pretty jokes mm-hmm. yeah you gotta come back here man next time you go to edmonton stop off and t-dot oh man yeah yeah for real <laughs> <laughs> come pay a visit so you grew up in hackney to be exact we heard there aren't too many skaters from around there what was that experience like growing up skating oh man it was it was a lot of like uh like people of my age kind of like weren't skating as much but it was a lot of like an older crew of people. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, we'd like, I don't know, my group of friends that we chill with, that I chill with, sorry, they kind of like, like got introduced to skating through like a lot of the older lot, being like blessed. Like there was a place called Frontside Gardens, 
It's just sorry about that. I'm coughing bears. <laughs> Zoo got me fucked. <laughs> but yeah, hey, uh, there's a place in uh, Frontside. It's, it's called Frontside Garden, sorry. It's in Hackneywick. And uh, that's like right close to where I live, basically. And um, since, since like I was super young, a lot of like the older skaters were pretty blessed and kind of like took us in and were like, yo, like this is what's fucking like chill and skating and like, you know, skate park etiquette or whatever. Mm-hmm. So it was, it was nice. But um a lot of it, a lot of it was kind of weird growing up, like being like, I don't know, not really like the only black skater, but not as many. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Like it wasn't as like, I, I could look around me and see like loads of other like, yeah. I don't know, people to take influence from them who are like, yeah, of the same color. But if, of course it's, it doesn't really matter. Like influence is taken from like wherever in my eyes. Mm-hmm. Oh, for sure. So I'm like, yeah, it was, it's been chill growing up like that. Now you're just out here <laughs> shredding with KGZ, man. Woo! Oh man, yo. <laughs> That's the guy for real, man. <laughs> Actually, so it's so crazy. I messaged him um, the other day because he posted this thing about his his hip reflexes. Uh, he he has like a training intentionally page as well. Yeah, which is actually really good because it's like helpful knowing about like the human anatomy for real. If you're skating, mm-hmm. it makes like so much sense for real. So uh, he was basically saying that for you to like relieve uh, um, pressure in like a part of your body, it makes sense for you to like work on like other parts that work in conjunction with it. Do you know what I mean? Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. So, like, maybe not directly... If your back hurts, then you'd probably have to work on, like, your lower thighs mm-hmm. to, like, relieve pressure in it, basically. And he was just explaining stuff along those lines, which is, like, really helpful. Damn. I might have to follow that account right now, yo. Yeah, he knows what he's talking <laughs> yeah. about. I've seen him post it in his story sometimes, but... Definitely, yeah. It's worth it's worth uh, checking it out for sure. I and he's, like, he's definitely on that shit. Yeah. Brother's like 30 Brother's 30 you know And he's still jumping down Like fat stairs <laughs> It's crazy like, yeah that, It shows like You definitely have to Take care of your body To like To be able to He's definitely in good shape man Yeah he's tonk What, what is the, What is it? He's tonk Yeah he's tonk for sure <laughs> Is that what it is? Tonker Yeah he's, he's for real <laughs> <laughs> Jokes Yeah yeah How'd you first get hooked up With the Palace Squad yo? So It came about through We got uh, Basically me Charlie And another friend of ours by Charlie, I mean Charlie Birch, and then another friend of ours called Lloyd, uh, Lloyd, Lloyd Hodgson. He basically, we started working for Palace, but at the skate park, you know, Madlands, they had like a- Yeah, the indoor one. Kind of like a spinoff of, yeah, Radlands back in the day, but like with a little twist, so it's pretty, it was a pretty cool idea. And it was only for like six months. <clears throat> we got to like work there for a while, ended up not having anywhere to go after. <laughs> Once like the uh, the the lease was like up or whatever, so we were just like, alright, cool. Maybe we can work at like the shop or whatever. So we asked, we asked around, asked Brady, see who we could get in contact with, and then it turned out that they were like, weren't looking for anyone, and then they were like, ah, oh, sorry, yeah, we we can't hook you up with like a job at the shop, but we can we can give you some boards like if you're like down to like ride for us or whatever, and it kind of just worked out from there. Damn. So, yeah, yeah. Oh, that's, that's a nice trade off. Yeah. We can't give you yeah, 100%, a job, but we can give you some boards. I'd, I'd take that. Yeah, 100%. <laughs> for real. And, and since then, it's like, they've been like looking after me really well. So like, love for that. Like, shout out to the, the boys at Palace, for real. Yeah, big shout Definitely. out to Jacob and Tori from us. Oh, man. Yeah, yeah. Love, for real. You diggy? Yeah. So you've got <laughs> to go on some trips with them now. What's the most bougie experience you've had on a Palace trip? Oh, fuck. Damn, that's actually a good one as well. Uh, when we went to Detroit, I'm pretty sure it was my first first ever trip on a palace trip. And um, we we basically showed up 
to the skate community and then we were all kind of like oh okay like this place looks pretty nice from like the gate kind of like tripping out and then um we must have been like like uh pulling up to a driveway but passing loads of houses on the way and i'm talking like fat houses like, fat yards. <laughs> we were just kind of tripping out as well kind of like raw like seriously like we're gonna be staying in one of these houses <laughs> and then they must have like pull up to the, the garage of one of the places and was like yeah yeah this is us and then, like, that honestly is probably one of the hugest yards I've seen <laughs> in person. It, it was, like, three floors, had a lift. It was it was Damn. crazy. Like, it had a pool table on top. Like, uh, my room had a jacuzzi in it. What? Did <laughs> you say it had a lift? Like, it had make an elevator? <laughs> yeah, yeah, lift. It had, like, an elevator inside the yard. I think I'm that's like, the same cool. trip where, like, was Hator, like, just getting on Palace on that trip? Yeah, yeah, that was, yeah, yeah, it was a fresh Because he told us, time. like, a story similar. Remember when he, like, pulled up to the house and they, like, gave him his own bag of weed and yeah, he was so yeah. hyped? Oh, He's like, shit. what? Like, yeah, this yeah, is yeah. all mine? <laughs> That's so creased, because, yeah, I remember that as well. Fuck, hey. That was so funny. We got so smoked. And that was my first time meeting him as well. So it was like, uh, like, we already, like, set it off as well. It was, it was so <laughs> jokes, man. That's sick. Good times, like. Oh, man. For real. The young skate dream, man, coming true. For real. That's what's up. Uh, you're also on Nike, which means uh, yeah, yeah. you've had the pleasure of touring with uh, one of our favorite skaters that we just mentioned, KGZ. Uh, yeah. Please tell us you've got some dirt, a funny story, <laughs> KGZ on the road, man. Oh, man. Oh, shit. I, uh, it's not even like dirt, but <laughs> it's kind of like he's just he's wild for doing this shit in the first place. But um, we were in uh, Cape Town like uh, a couple years back and we went to this beach it was called boulders beach and uh he, he, like for some reason i don't know why I, I didn't really feel like swimming too much but then i was like all right fuck it could just jump in but then he like fully i like spin around turn my head he's like butt naked <laughs> like run like running towards the water and like stops as he gets before it and like puts his hand in, like hands in the air and is like shaking his arms <laughs> and it's the create it's like the funniest like I was like, raw, this guy's actually insane. Like, it, was, it was too crease, I'm not going to lie. That's like, perfect. <laughs> oh my God. You, before you started uh, the story, I was going to be like, did he, he naked? was he yeah. naked? In yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Multiple oh, KGZ but, naked uh, stories, man. Yeah, it's in, um, it's in one of uh, the edits, though. Like, uh, oh, I've Miles seen made that. It. I saw yeah, that. Yeah. I don't know. That, okay. But it was, like a, it was like a mad quick flash. Yeah. Of, like, if you're... <laughs> yeah. You know what's funny? So he's been naked yeah. in the room we're sitting in right now, probably. Yeah. Raw. <laughs> yeah, he stayed here for a little yeah. bit, and we turned our studio into his little bedroom. <laughs> yeah, there's definitely been a point then that he's been. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, shit. For real. Oh, shit. Yeah, he was actually, like, the best guest. We would come home from skating, and then he would literally just stay in here, watching The Office <laughs> yeah. all night. Like, he's like, all right, I'm yeah, done. That's so... You also made a trip stateside to film for the Travis Scott dunk. What was that trip like, man? And what was it like being there with the all-black Nike skate squad? Oh, man. Well, actually, like, Alex Midler it was, was, it was a, filming there, too, wasn't he? What? Oh, uh, no, no, no. What no, the f- Alex Midler, of all people? <laughs> <laughs> no, I thought he was. <laughs> I might have to look Oh, uh, shit. Oh, you're, you're talking about... Oh, that's when they were in L.A. Bro, what are you that, talking he, about? He was in... Yeah, yeah. He was in the video, but... Yeah, uh, in, where, what are you talking about? What is the question referring to? No, but there's oh, an edit. I think the Houston one. There's a Houston yeah, yeah, edit. About the Houston edit. Just him, Theotis, Ashad, 
and uh and uh robert and yeah, robert yeah. neal oh. yeah. and what's the one with alex midler the la one Oh, that was the LA video. Yeah, they made two. Mm. There was okay. there was like a, like a snippet. I, I know, but <laughs> you love nothing no, more I mean, than to not, jump on wrong. me on the mic, dog. Yeah, he's trying to beefy shit. Yeah, Alex he was waiting for that. Person to throw into that crew. <laughs> well, he was in the yeah. he was in the one. So my, my apologies. Fez, Fez. Nah, that's all good. You close, close. <laughs> hey, um, it was funny. It was funny as fuck though, because I was. It was an honor for real. Like. Like, I appreciate it so much to get, mm-hmm. like, asked, obviously, as being, like, one of the only people from the... The only person from the UK. It's, like, really strange. It was a strange feeling for me. Mm-hmm. But uh, it was it was blessed because everyone else on the, the trip was, like, like mad cool. Like, everyone was real down to earth and shit. So, I mean, like, other than that, it was, it was pretty blessed. I couldn't really say too, too much. Like, the, the Astral World Festival as well, that was a madness. Like, that's... <laughs> I was slightly one of the craziest events as well I've, I've probably ever been to. Mm-hmm. That's sick. Like, hands down. But, uh, yeah, it was it was fun. Defo. Like, I got to room with uh, Theos for a little bit. Oh, shit. Which is, yeah, it was sick. It, like, looked up to that guy for time, innit? So, like, get, get into, like, room with him was pretty jokes. Yeah. The legend, yo. Like, uh, fucking so blessed, man. Yeah. Nicest guy. Like, he heel crook that outlet, yo. That was crazy, I think. Or was gee. it was it heel crook? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. He'll flip quick. Beast as fuck. Yeah, he's twisted. Stomp that shit. What was, what was it like skating with uh, the god Ashad himself, yo? Ah, shit. That guy's too crazy at skating as well. Slightly doesn't fuck up that much. <laughs> like, in comparison to how, like, I don't know how, I, how I'd imagine seeing it in, in person, you know what I mean? Like, it was just crazy, like, in seeing it. And I was like, oh, man. It kind of it was it was intimidating. Not even gonna lie, it was intimidating. Yeah. <laughs> like when you see someone like that's like, oh shit, they don't they don't fuck up. Like yeah. He he really does like land most of the shit he tries, which is like, it's kind of motivating as well at the same time. And now it's that lovely time of the episode where we get to reward one of our listeners a box from the good homies at CHPO. Last week, CHPO launched a watch together with British skate mag Bag and artist Daniel Clark. A portion of the proceeds will go towards the foundation. Name that foundation and the box is coming to your doorstep. Send your answers into the buntlive at gmail.com. And before you know it, you're going to have some CHPO diamonds on your wrist. So we got a, <laughs> we got a question from your boy, Hator. And uh, he'd like to know. I mean, he probably knows the answer. But have you ever been catfished before? If so, what's the story? <laughs> <laughs> oh shit! Hey, he's trying to get me fucked up. <laughs> he's trying to get me fucked up. <laughs> oh man! Alright, cool. So, uh, um, this was back when I was single. Uh, just to just to like clarify this, but um, yeah. So I was uh, speaking to this girl on Tinder for a while. <laughs> already started like it's just waiting to happen like a catfish waiting to happen fuck but uh yeah i was just talking to this girl on tinder for a while and then somehow wait wait how long's a while though how long's a while right, talking cool. like a day a, Talk, a talking week? like like a week in advance like i had like okay, i had okay. uh that that tinder gold so i could like change my uh location <laughs> <laughs> so i could change my location <laughs> Damn, that, pal- that palace money's hey, nice. Bro, hey, bro. <laughs> oh shit! But nah, it's, it was two jokes. I had to, and I was like, "Yo, I could do this while I'm on trips." Like it was just funny, 
and um, just yeah. ended up doing that somehow. And uh, then I realized like when like it came to the date and I, I had like was ready to meet her, and then she was like, oh, she said something, and I was kind of like, hmm, uh, it's a bit suspicious already. She was like, oh yeah, maybe we should maybe we should meet up somewhere like uh, where there's like um, she had like a bar or something that she already knew. Or like a, a pub I forgot what it was But it was something We were in Copenhagen So it was like A random name or something But uh, she was like Alright cool Meet me there Send me the location I was like cool I'll meet you there And I showed up No word of a lie She looked At least Like Like that photo At least could have been Like 10 years ago Like at least Like <laughs> like That looked like a really Old photo that I was Looking at of her When I had seen it And then I saw her in person I was like <sighs> Ooh, oh maybe yeah oh, no. maybe not like gonna like roll with this one too much but uh <laughs> i then i then like i was like all right cool do you want to like go grab a drink or like a coffee or something real quick yeah and then she was like yeah real yeah, quick. She, yeah real quick hey just <laughs> on the low low i had this in the back of my mind that i was like all right cool let me try and find uh the best route out of this but then i was like all right let's cry let's go grab a coffee whatever and she was like all right cool yeah sure i know this place up the road so I was just walking over with her. We were just talking or whatever. And then um, I was like, all right, cool. Um, just uh, grab a coffee real quick. I'll be back in a second. I'm just going to smoke a cigarette outside. The second, <laughs> second the door closed and she was inside. No. I was like, all right, I'm going to just do a little brisk walk. Brisk walk turned no. into a little jog. <laughs> 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 I was like, all right. I can oh slightly, I thought for a second I could hear her be like, Kyle, Kyle. But then I was like, all right, cool. I'm just gonna keep on walking. Like, slightly had to oh dip out the scene. Fam, for a, for a hey, second, man, I was savage. like, all right, if I'm if I'm gonna get catfished, then I slightly have to like s out. Like, slightly have to dip. <laughs> Can't, yeah, <laughs> can't nah, really, uh, at first i was like that's savage but then i'm like wait no if she's putting out a picture that yeah, yeah, yeah. Old, I'm like, who she is then she deserves that. that's crazy but yeah it was, it was jokes, wow so. that's i feel like if i was in your shoes i would have just been too nice about it <laughs> yeah. and like pretended to, went like, through with the date oh, then just, but oh. then it's kind of like oh if you go through with it it's kind of like there's gonna be a point where you're kind of like ah oh, you don't really want to just keep going so I just want to chill and like, yeah, just say, yeah, I, I also didn't see her, so I don't know what you were and doing. And you're in with. Copenhagen, so like you're on a trip or something. Yeah, yeah fully. But uh, no, nah, it was it was like, it was pretty funny. And then I just linked up with the boys and like Christiana after. And then uh, yeah, just so smoke telling them a story. I was just creasing, man. I was creasing too hard. Damn, Tinder gold, man. That extra money for that. Alive. Shit. <laughs> Holy shit! Oh man. So. Give us a story from back in the day during your time at Frontside Gardens. We heard you guys used to start bomb fires with spray cans. Oh, shit, yeah. And you were even in a Google ad back then, man. Yeah, yeah. Hey, that's, that's funny as, as well that you mentioned that. But um, they, uh, they, they like, um, basically hit up the guy who ran the skate park, uh, who had like a little, he had like a two-year lease for it, and they wanted it to get extended. So the plan was to have the Google advert to promote the, the place, the space itself. So that they can maybe get more money to like, like uh, extend the lease or whatever, and uh, yeah. So the guy who owned it, his name's Andrew Willis. Like he's the blessest guy. Like basically was like a like a second dad to us like when we were like growing up skating, which is pretty safe. Mm-hmm. But um, so he he basically had like Google hit him up, or I I think it that he was like contacted by someone at, at Google, and then they were like, yeah, we have this opportunity for you to do this short film or documentary. And he chose to do like a, a little documentary on it, basically, which is pretty cool. And um, 
it was it was used for like trailers and like cinemas for a bit, which is it's like uh, pretty sick. sick. But um, and then the bonfire, the fucking blowing up cans and shit, raw <laughs> gee, that was that was a good that was a good couple like years of us like just having that place for ourselves, and like we just did the most like craziest shit, like blowing up cans, like spray cans and like little uh, like canisters and shit, and uh, we'd like terrorize the neighbors there like. Just that, oh, like man. throwing shit at them and uh, we were just little shits, but it was funny though. Uh, yeah. But then it was also good having that, like Andrew uh, to like be there mm-hmm. to kind of like keep us under control and like, you know what I mean? It's plus, defo. East London, bro. Yeah, yeah, East London, brother. <laughs> Where's Top Boy placed in? Is that East or North London? Uh, like Top Boy is mostly placed in uh, like Dawson, like, like it's pretty much East, like East based. But uh, okay, so I, okay. I'm pretty sure a few of the scenes are like filmed up in North as well, like a little bit of like North London, maybe Camden ways. Hmm. Yeah, but yeah, you guys big fans of Top Boy, that yeah. Oh, oh yeah, big yeah, time, yeah. Dude, guys. it's just the best. That's the best show. Yeah, that's Jamie. that's bare funny. Jamie and yeah, the ZT yeah. gang, man. Where's the food? The Shane. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. The Shane, bro. The Shane looked. His stock was falling. That season, and he pulled through at the end, man. Of yeah, course he man. did, man. How are you gonna doubt my boy Duchesne? <laughs> I like Sully better. Oh wow, yeah, he's too crazy, yeah. man. So that's what makes him ill. You can never relax around someone like Sully. Yeah, yeah true. Slightly <laughs> just bad time. So. Yeah. yeah, that's funny. What are the scum boys, yo? Alright, so scum's basically like it's the crew. I wouldn't even say like a crew in it, but like it's just. Basically, the group of like my friends in it that I've been skating with for like forever. It's like I I'm, shout out to like the people that are in Scum right now, like the the Scum and like Scum and Co. Because Scum and Co. know who they are. There's like there's a few people that are like <laughs> affiliated, but like they're not actually in like the the thing in it. But uh, there's like straight off top of the head, uh, Jarrell, Zach, Adam, Hadi, Josh, uh, Jules, Frank. Uh, Cobblehead still Matt Matt Tubes Shout out to all the boys at Scum They already know who they are And everybody else <laughs> But yeah that's, that's the crew right there fam For years Okay okay That's like your, your squad You came up skating with Kind of Yeah yeah That's basically everyone That's been around Like my land Local Like if not Then like We've just like Grown up skating with each other Rolling deep man Yeah You posted a video on Insta Of you dropping in on a Ferrari we gotta oh, know more yeah. about this, man. Explain the video. Alright, alright, cool. So we were like skating central with like Matt Tubes, like Adam, Zach, Hadi, a couple other people were there as well, like real late. And um we must have been like skating this place called Mayfair. It was like it's central, like Westish, but like it was it's kinda like a bougie area to be honest, like loads of like high end, like expensive shops and like like I don't know, mad cars and shit, but uh, yeah, we were just there skating street and I, like, I literally don't know how my friend convinced me to do it, but we were like looking at the whip and then it was like, oh, I swear, it kind of looks like, like you could drop in on it because of the shape of the, like the, the boot or whatever. Mm-hmm. And then he was like, hey, yeah, fuck it in it. Like I'll film it real quick. And then like next thing you know, like just did a little drop in and he was like, look at the whip, what? fam, like bugging <laughs> on it. Like, but it was, it was funny that like so many people were pissed off messaging me like death threats and shit. Like, it was too Damn. crazy. Like, some, like, mad sports car lovers and, and shit. It was so funny. <laughs> That's, like, the, the worst case scenario. But it's, it's fucked how people react like that when it's not even their property. It's yeah. jokes. 
But I mean, Bro, fair that's enough, insane. You just jumped on a Ferrari and dropped in on it. Yeah, I no, thought no. you must have known him or like someone okayed this or nah. Like, are you wild? <laughs> no, nah, we were kind of yeah, we were kind of like wild back in the day. I'm not gonna lie, just doing some well, stupid, unruly shit. But it did drop in perfect. Like you, yeah, just no, it was right banging. It was, like, I'm not gonna so lie, clean. that was like a. Like, <laughs> no, that's that's actually a pretty pretty good like rolling. I'm not gonna lie, it was fun. <laughs> that was jokes. So you went to Athens at the beginning of the COVID lockdown. Uh, oh, yeah. Tell us the story about you and your homie Josh Smith trying to buy weed at the spot, yo. I fuck. I right, cool. So we showed up to uh, this like big plaza where um, uh, who, I'm pretty sure people have filmed like some banging clips there, but I can't really think of the top of my head. But uh, we were like looking for some crow, and this guy was like, "Oh yeah." you guys want some weed? Like, I know where you guys can get some, like, good weed or whatever. Him and his boy were there. And we were just like, all right, cool. Like, yeah, well, we've been looking for, like, the whole day. We couldn't really find anywhere. All right, cool. So, like, we, we decided to, like, follow him. He's like, all right, I'll, I'll just take you, like, five minutes. Just just five minutes off the road. And we were walking. We were literally walking past our car where we, like, had all of our, like, camera equipment and shit, like, right next to the spot. And the guys must have saw Karan like skating across the road towards the car and must have realized that he was with us. But that's like another part of the story. That's like the second part of the story. So me and Josh like decided to follow these guys and we're like, all right, cool. We'll, we'll like go with you to go find some crow or whatever. And it was like 10 minutes later, we're walking. This guy's like, ah, yeah, no, it's five minutes. No worry, five. It's oh. cool, it's cool. Oh, we're walking for like a good 10 minutes. Like, like we're like, all right, cool. Like how, how much longer? We have to go back to like meet our friends. We're not from here or whatever. Just explaining to him. And he's like, I no worry, no worry. It's cool. Just two more minutes. Like another 10 minutes. I'm like not even playing games. Like it was like a good 20 minute walk up the road. We got to Did this roundabout. Go off in your head? Like this is sketchy? Yeah, we were, already we were kind of like, all right, cool. Just keep your guard up. Because these guys kind of seem like they were moving a bit weird. Like to start yeah, with, to mm-hmm. be honest. But then me and Josh were like, all right, cool. We haven't really had anyone holler us for weed yet. So just waiting at that point. And those guys were the first ones to just like pop up. So uh, we followed them to the roundabout and then they must have showed up with like a friend of theirs who we, we expected to have, you know, the weed. But then like next thing we knew, the guy was like arguing with him. The guys who brought us there was arguing with his friend who we assumed had the weed. And then the guy who we assumed had the weed was like, go, like shoo, like get out of here to the other guys trying to get the guys who showed us to leave so now we're with this next random brother who we've never, like, we don't know him either. It's kind of like, all right, cool. Like, this is kind of sketchy now. Like, what's going to go on? So we were just yeah. like, all right, cool. Let's, let's just walk back a little bit. And the guy's like, no, no. Like, where are you going? Like, come back, come back. Like, and we were kind of like, all right, nah, fuck this. This, this is weird as fuck. <laughs> and we dipped, like, straight away. Was, like, walking back towards the car. And we were like, all right, that was mad weird how that happened. Because those guys weren't trying to, like weren't trying to sell us any weed they didn't bring up anything they weren't like yeah you know actually trying to make an effort to like somewhat sell to us or whatever so we were like all right cool we just decided to leave next thing we know we walk past the car on the way back to the spot and there's like a broken the clock the car's like broken like fucking window we were like what like what the fuck happened like did those guys like from earlier fuck up the car because we didn't buy the weed that's the the first thing that sprung to my mind immediately i was kind of like all right Maybe it's the same guys that were like trying to shot to us and dipped out. 
But then yeah. like Will and um, Karan and everybody else, they weren't like exactly where the car was. There were just maybe like a few, few like meters up the road, but then they didn't see it. So we kind of just like went off our own intuition to be like, all right, it's probably those brothers who like were trying to fuck us Fucking over. Fucking hell. So it was, yeah, it was, it was a bit of a sketchy one, but not gonna lie. But, Did they get some shit? Nah, it, we were kind of lucky to be honest because Will had his like camera gear on him as like already. Oh, okay, good. That's so yeah, it kind of worked out. But um, yeah, that was like one of the weirdest. Never really had like a, a whip get raised before like that. So it was, it was a yeah. bit weird. Damn, yeah, bro, yeah, you gotta get some shit off like a local skater. You gotta get that plug, man. You can't. Yeah, for real. No, we should have known immediately. Like, <laughs> as soon as we just like seeing that sketchy brother, just like, shoot, like get out. Like, it was just like, I right, nah, man. This is time to go. Yeah, yeah. for real, <laughs> for real. You've been steadily making an imprint in the skate world with a couple low key parts and some insta bangers, but we're over here waiting for you to drop that banging part and put the skate world on notice, man. When's it coming? Oh man. Damn, uh, it's funny you say that as well. I've been working on a part at the moment with Will, with Will Miles. Oh, yeah. And uh, basically, it got postponed. There was supposed to be a little premiere for in April, but it got postponed. So I guess it was, um, it's in the works right now. Slightly got like a lot of, a lot of clips I want to get like at the moment in London. And then I want to like get some other shit abroad, but like hopefully, yeah, hopefully soon. Like I've been I've been getting that question like quite a bit as well, so I'm like, it's definitely time. Yeah, it definitely, man, the people to, like, are waiting. Man. Yeah, we need that. Yeah. man. keep getting the sneak peeks and the Instagram. Yeah. Oh man, you know I just wanna I just wanna work hard in it, try and put out something good. Definitely. Oh no doubt. Well, it's better to wait to put something out that you're happy with than rush it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, hundred percent. I agree. For real. But we out here waiting, dog. Just no pressure. <laughs> no, that's that good pressure though. We're talking <laughs> about. That's that like yeah, it's that that motivation for real, G. Definitely. And in the meantime, keep feeding the skate world those Instagram clips, man. <laughs> All right, bless. Yeah, yeah, for real. Safe. Yeah, was that, <laughs> was that the, the locals that taught you skate etiquette? Did they teach you to skate shit that's not an obstacle? Like <laughs> skating the top of quarter pipes and shit? Yo, hey, for, <laughs> nah, that just, uh, I was just like me, just like, All right, fuck it. Like, I don't know, try and do something a little bit different. <laughs> <laughs> What's your opinion on the Black Lives Matter movement in London these days and just everything going on in the world with that? In all honesty, uh, I feel like the people who have been on the front line of all of the protests that we've been a part of, like since recently, haven't been of like color or of like the ethnicity where it's, they're being directly affected, I feel like. Mm-hmm. So in a in a way where I've just noticed like a lot of like white people like with megaphones like the most kind of like voicing their opinions or like not even their opinions more like <clears throat> like i don't know chanting and being like oh like black lives matter black lives matter. I'm, I'm like realistically it it's, it helps obviously them aiding it as a part of you know what i mean as like a another like i don't know it's it's weird to say i can't I don't want them to be a part of it, but it's like you can't be the ones to lift us out of the position that you've put us in, if you know what I mean. Mm-hmm. But like, it's obviously good to have their support, but it needs to be the people who are directly being affected. I feel like who should be voicing their, their opinions the most or the loudest in, yeah, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. Like, it, I don't know. It's kind of just like how I see it. And it might not be the same for everybody else, but just, yeah, I, I don't know. That's my honest opinion. 
Yeah, I feel you. In yeah. terms of in terms of people listening, instead of like being the ones mm-hmm. giving direction and shit. But I think it's definitely important to have white people. You know, it's good that there there's people that are maybe learning something about what it's like, and and, coming yeah. and fighting for us. But I feel you. It's also yeah, for a- there's a balance of like listening and then supporting mm-hmm. and and not yeah, necessarily. Yeah, that's that's probably. Yeah. Yeah, that's probably the better way to like phrase it. Like, like obviously, like you wanna you wanna help, but it's like better for you to like listen to the people who are being affected. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It's kind of like one of them ones, but yeah, definitely, I agree with what you just said. For real. Yeah, it's definitely the white people should definitely take more of a supportive role in the Black Lives mm-hmm. Matter movement. Hundred percent. Yeah, a hundred percent. So you, you've been out like in the protests in London. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, that's like that's what I meant. But um, we went to uh, a few, maybe like three of them that were here, and uh, a few of them went past like Trafalgar Square and like uh, like Big Ben and like um, through Central, or whatever. But um, I don't know. We we just noticed that, at, like it was me, Adam, and Zach, and like a few other people that were there as well. That we just noticed how it wasn't the people who like should be saying you know, their opinions and, like, voicing how they feel. Mm-hmm. But it was, like, like everybody else, kind of. And it felt strange. It was kind of, like, a weird feeling. Mm-hmm. Like, I didn't really feel like voicing, like, I don't know. I felt like it was being drowned out by, by the rest of, like, everything else, like, what everyone else was saying. It was kind of weird. But, uh, yeah, I don't know. It, it was good because a few people actually did step forward and, like, uh, have speeches ready. Mm-hmm. And it was it was pretty, it was nice, like... It was kind of uh, also pretty educating towards, uh, like, I don't know, obviously what you were saying before about, like, white people learning and, like, knowing, like, the past of, like, how things were mm-hmm. and how to, like, obviously implement things to make things better in the future. You know what I mean? Like, put things in place that, like, obviously changing the police force would, you know, defunding it would be, like, a big thing mm-hmm. for be a nice start. And, like, a small idea. Yeah, definitely. <clears throat> Got a lot of work cut out for us around the world to make that happen, though. Damn. Yeah. You would have liked to see a lot more have been done already, and there's still been so much resistance to all of it, right? Yeah. Yeah, for real, man. Like, we can't even see the right people get arrested for the things that have happened. Like, we're still battling for that. It's just absolutely insane, man. Yeah. I mean, for real, you see people, like, I don't know, get away of, like, like, broad day murder and just get charged on, like, a little, I don't know, slap on the wrist type shit. Mm-hmm. And then you see, like, brothers who, you know, aren't of any threat getting, like, shot, and I'm kind of like, raw. I don't know, it's, like, gnarly. This shit's kind of fucked, but... Yeah. It just shows yeah. how much work there is to do, man. Definitely. And it shows how, like, deeply rooted this, this problem is. Mm-hmm. It's crazy, because... I mean, I've seen some shitty things skaters have said, too, more recently but like in my head i'm usually like skaters are pretty good people overall and you don't feel too much racism in skating so like Mm -hmm. just being in our skate world bubble it's like sometimes we don't see that shit you know yeah yeah i agree it's just like you just get reminded in the news like holy fuck like outside of our little bubble Mm -hmm. our group of friends where no one like cares about Mm -hmm. no one's racist or whatever it's just like a fucking crazy reminder that the world's fucked up but 
Definitely. We got work to do, man, but we got to do it at some point. Yep. Defo starts at supporting that. Yeah. Supporting those uh, black-owned businesses for real as well. Mm -hmm. No doubt. You've got the zoot going there. I forgot to mention, um, KGZ Mm -hmm. says, you ain't got nothing on his micro zoots, man. Hey, I've never seen anyone roll a smaller zoot in my life (laughs) and get so zooted off it. It's It's insane. The guy literally rolls like miniature zoots, take like two little puffs, and he's like, "Oh man, I feel so zooted, man! Cra- like that's so crazy!" And I'm like, "Oh man, gee, like what would happen if you actually like bond a fat zoot? Like, like how would your brain feel after that? I just, it's too funny to just think about that guy." No, but his body's like a temple, yo. You see yeah. how jacked he is? Like he doesn't, True, he doesn't yeah. really drink. But it was funny when he came yeah. here. I got him to drink one time in Montreal, and he's like, oh, "I'm not drinking the whole trip. I'm not drinking." I got him to drink, and yeah. then next thing you know, we had breakfast one day, and he had a pint with his breakfast at like <laughs> 10 a.m. or something. Like damn, yeah. I, think, I think we're a bad that's influence. What, terrible that's what influence, man. <laughs> Mitch being around oh, didn't help either. Mitch and Devin, man. Nah, I actually, I actually respect that Bears. He knows when to like, you know. Just take it easy and not drink and like not smoke and like fucking saw out his body and shit. Yeah, mm-hmm. for sure. I actually respect that Bez. That's actually definitely wish I could have that kind of that fucking mental willpower just to like not fucking get zooted. <laughs> yeah, man, you're twenty two, man. You got time before you gotta, you know, slow down. Actually, and, yeah. And partying or whatever. Yeah, for real. Um <laughs> Oh, another thing we heard we heard uh you have a beautiful singing voice and you're a really good dancer, man. If if you weren't skating, is that something you'd be pursuing? Bruh. That's good, dog. Bro, hey, brothers be trying to throw me on the bus with the whole singing <laughs> thing. <laughs> for real, I don't even think I, I I don't think I have the voice for that shit anymore. But I used to be able to sing when I was when I was really young. Uh, in secondary school, there was like um like a little choir, but like I, I wasn't like a part of it. But like I would like like go there sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not even trying to sound on some like little like like sus thing, but no, I'm not saying obviously it's sus, it, it was it's it was like, when I was younger. Though, were you was, part of the jokes. choir or like, not? Like, what are you talking about? <laughs> <laughs> That's what you're trying to squeeze out. Me. <laughs> uh, nah, uh, I'm gonna say nah, nah. I wasn't the part. Of it. I wasn't part. Of it. But you just go there sometimes <laughs> and sing. Interesting. <laughs> nah, nah, not even like that. Either, but what? it was. I went to like a Catholic school. Like I went to a Catholic school, so. It was kind of a part of it. Uh, like, but yo, you're still young. But, um, and uh, so maybe your balls haven't mm-hmm. dropped. Oh my. Can, can you sing us a little something? <laughs> maybe you still got it, yeah? Savage. <laughs> hey, is that you playing it? Yeah, bro. That's what my balls haven't dropped. <laughs> I'm just saying. I'm just saying. Maybe you still have the beautiful voice. Can we hear a little something? Nah, nah. You ain't good. You ain't good. <laughs> oh, shit. Oh, man. Nah. I lost it. I lost it years ago. Man, the ghost is a rapper, yeah, so you could ask him to spit a couple bars in return if you want, man. Nah. Oh, shit. Yeah, nah. Let me, let me hear a couple bars. Yeah, nah, nah, man. Actually, yeah, you're off the hook. You don't need to sing for us because I ain't rapping. <laughs> <laughs> All right, man. Last question. What's next for Kyle Wilson besides your new part coming out? Uh, what's next? I really want to go. I want to go to Jamaica. Uh, my mom has a yard there right now, so... I just want to go back and jam, like go skate the park that they built in Kingston as well. Sick. And um, I don't know, chill. I want to know how to surf a little bit. Sick. Like, I tried. I tried when I was in um Cornwall for a little bit, but uh, it's mad difficult. 
And I feel like the weather's too, like, shit here. Mm-hmm. Like, in the UK, so somewhere tropical would be banging. Learn how to surf, for real. That's, that's probably what's next. So. That's sick. That's what's up, <laughs> I'm man. not really trying to think too, too, too far into the future at the moment, but... Bros. Yeah, next year, hopefully plan to go to Jamaica. That's Surfing's dope. impossible, so good luck, and um, hope to see you lurking oh, in Jamaica soon, man. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Probably see me over there for a little bit. That's what's up, and then... Post up a couple clips. And a little Edmonton and Toronto on the way home. Ooh! Yeah, yeah, jeez. A little tour. Come pay the, come pay the, the brother a visit. Uh, shout out to, to my brother as well, he makes music. Sniper Wisdom. He already knows who he is, he's already shout out to the brother. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yo, 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 y'all know what time it is. It's Rapid Fire with the Ghost, and it's an absolute honor to be brought to you by our new sponsor, Dickies. This week, we talk in the original 874 work pants. Yo, if I'm pulling up to the club, the skate park, the construction site, or a date with wifey, you already know I'm looking fly in the original 874 work pants. Man, Dickies, shouts to y'all for holding us down here at Studio E. We've never looked fresher in these T-Dot streets. Dickies, your favorite skater's favorite pant. All right, Kyle, you know what time it is. We got to wrap this up with a little rapid fire, you dig? Yeah. Let's get the food, bruv. <laughs> Favorite skater. Where's the food, bro? <laughs> Favorite skater, Thiago Lemos. Favorite video. Chicken bone now, son. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Favorite video part. <laughs> I showed his uh, wear and tear. Sick. Wear and tear video part for starting. Favorite style. Favorite style, Hator the Silver. Hator yeah. mm. the motherfucking Silver. <laughs> Which skater had the biggest influence on the way you skate? Oh, uh, probably Tiago as well. Powerhouse team. Yeah. No doubt. Most talented mm. skateboarder on planet Earth. Raw talented skateboarder on planet Earth. That's a, that's a real high title to, <laughs> <laughs> to bestow someone. That's jokes. Uh, damn. I'd say, I'd say I'd go with my favorite skater as well. Probably Tiago or, or Hato, Brazilian. Oh, okay, okay. Yes. Probably Hato, yes. my boy. Favorite trick? Nolly Hill. Hardest trick for you? Ooh, switch trays probably. Oh. And back threes. And back threes. Damn, bro. You ain't part of the switch tray gang with all that pop? <laughs> nah, nah. I've been working on that shit, though. Don't worry. I got you on a couple trick tips off air. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> cool, cool. Send them over it. I'll give it a look. I'll give it a look. See what it's saying. Most illegal trick. So your switch trays are saying. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. So it's Trizzy Gang. <laughs> Most illegal trick. Most illegal stinking thing. All right, late shoves. I think. <laughs> <that's> <laughs> <a good one. laughs> I don't know. That's just me. And and late flips. The illegal thing. Oh yeah, late flips for sure. <laughs> Favorite clip you've ever gotten. Favorite clip we've ever gotten. Mm-hmm. Oh damn. Um, it it hasn't been but out yet. That's all I can say. Okay. Okay. But uh, I've I've already filmed it. But uh, yeah, the edit should be coming out soon. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, wait. Can you say what the trick is? Not the spot. No, no, no. I can't. Tell you. <laughs> it's a new you. trick. You know I'm not gonna tell you guys. Anything. <laughs> All right. But it's chill. It's chill. Gnarliest trick. Uh, you'll, you'll, you'll see. All right. We'll see. We'll see. Yeah. Gnarliest trick you've ever witnessed. Ooh. Uh, in person, I'll probably say. Uh, Jack O'Grady did like nose blunt at the top of South Bank 
uh, where the center is. But um, that's probably like the gnarliest shit I've ever seen in person. Like front nose button, like, like crustiest hubber. It's like so fucked. But uh, like I don't know if the, I don't know if you guys have seen the footage from that. But um, is it the like, hubber thing? Oh yeah, yeah, you know the one, yeah, yeah. Oh, and then but he yeah he front nose bunted that and it was insane, fam. He did it like like four or five goes. Yeah, because that thing it looks but like you can't even just, lock it properly. It's so yeah, it's weirdly like like rounded, so you can't really like get like I don't yeah. know a good angle. Yeah, that, or that trick really stood out in his part. That's sick that you witnessed that one. That yeah, yeah, it was, it was really cool. Gas, shout out to the boy. Yeah, for real. What's the one trick that got away? Uh, switch Ollie up um, South Bank. Like, got away. Definitely gotta go back for it. But up the set? Yeah, yeah. Oh, holy shit. <laughs> Jesus, bro. <laughs> yeah. Oh my yeah, yeah. God. Springs. I was, um, I was getting, like, mad close, and I was filming it with um, a friend of mine, Austin. We'd go at South Bank, like, really early in the morning, and he'd get, like, a chair, because there'd be, like, a few puddles in the ground. And he'd just stand up on his chair, and he'd be, like, filming at Long Lens. But it was long, though. It was mad cold, and, like fucking over that shit but i'm gonna try it soon i'm gonna go back to that shit <laughs> well you switch ollie up that fucking other one that people skate as like a mani pad oh shit like, yeah yeah that was crazy I, I was too. i'm trying to trying to hit that spot again at pimlico try yeah, and do like it. a little manual thing yeah, yeah. hit Oof. that with the switch mani up yo that would be oh it's fine yeah <laughs> <laughs> i don't even know I just gotta work it out but yeah what's mm. the biggest bunt you've ever witnessed Oh shit! I, <laughs> that's funny. I, that's Zach. <laughs> I know that's probably what you're. <laughs> someone probably like said that into you guys, didn't they? Or like someone might have. Did no one say that to you? No, no. no. Uh, now we we had like a little um, like heated uh, heated argument. It wasn't really like an argument. It was more like a conversation about uh, someone not getting a clip, and the someone was Zach. But uh, it was me and his his brother Adam talking about. It. And uh, it was it wasn't it wasn't like we were trying to you know be like patronizing or anything, but he mm-hmm. was he was like really close to getting a clip, then got tired and chilled for a little bit, and then it was over I think. So we were like, ah, right, you could have gotten it, and I was kind of like, ah, right, it's it's in your be- um, it's in your best interest is what I'm trying to say. Sorry, for like you to get like I'm trying to say for you to get is like a good thing, mm-hmm. but he was getting mad defensive, so <laughs> I, I guess it like fair enough. <laughs> That was like the last, yeah, the last thing actually. That's funny that you guys said that. <laughs> Zach's out here bunting, dog. I hope you finish that when you hear this. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm trying to see him get the clip as well when he, when he hears this for real. <laughs> <laughs> What's the last new trick you learned? Uh, last new trick I learned. Uh, um, heel flip front crook. Got back close. Ooh. Like, Ooh. Like, to a fakie. Like, like landed Damn. on that shit, but. Oh, yeah. you didn't do it? No, no, but I mean, that's like the closest, it was, it was today, I was like skating for a little bit, Oof. and like, I, I'm like injured at the moment, so, I'm uh, oh. just taking it easy. Just, oh, just taking it easy, yeah. casual heel from the so easy. Fakie. No, yeah. I mean, <laughs> not like that, but like, I'm like, like, yeah, trying to learn something, but like, yeah, not trying to jump down something and like, learn something and like, trying to learn something new. Mm-hmm. Just like, yeah, like a little tech ledge thing, maybe. What's your dream job after skating? Mm, maybe something where I get to travel. Like, uh, maybe like a pilot or like, like, I don't know. That'd be kind of cool. But I don't know if people could like trust me if like flying, like, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> a hey, couple bro. hundred people in the air or some shit. I don't know if I could be like the most trustworthy person, but. That's why we like to ask the young skaters that question. Cause skating comes to an end at some point. Yo, you gotta yeah. have some sort of idea. 
Yeah, true, true. Um, but yeah, something we're traveling for sure. Yeah. yeah, keep keep working on that one. Next time, maybe you'll have a, an answer. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Favorite local brand. Favorite local brand. Damn, local thing, Palace. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, London, of course. Favorite local skater. Uh, I'll probably say like Joe Seville. He skates Milan on the time. Legend. Sick. Defo. What's yeah. the one sponsor you regret riding for? Raw fam. There was um when I was younger there was this company called uh uh Theobolds. Theobolds Capco. It was like a hat company and it was it was kinda it was it was cool at the time being. I was just like, I right, whatever, it's free hats or whatever. But then I was kinda like, ah, don't really feel like wearing hats anymore. I'm not really gonna touch it. And then it was kinda like, what's the point, you know, being in a hat company if you don't wanna be wearing any of the shit that they're giving you but uh then i just uh we, we parted ways but that was like probably one of the the only companies i'd say mm. but yeah a big yeah. parting of ways man made waves in the skate industry yeah i couldn't believe you yeah. left that company <laughs> <laughs> um, oh man favorite teammate ever uh hey to hey to hey, see that's that's the thing yeah because like i say favorite teammate ever but then there's so many like of my favorite like teammates to have on trips where I'm like, I don't re I'd say hey to her when I'm on a palace trip. And, but when Charlie's there, I'd say hey to her and Charlie. But when, then when Lucian's there, I'm like, all right, cool. Then I'm like, rah, it's actually <laughs> the full vibes. And I'm like, all right, cool. But then I don't know. It depends when I'm, uh, when I'm on a night trip, it depends who I'm with, but usually Kyron like, and Karan and like, like Will Miles is pro- like probably my favorite people to be on. That's like a lot. That's a pretty, pretty that's seven decent. people, dog. Yeah, no, the list is endless. Decent. That's a good place yeah. to be in when you like them all, man. Yeah. You can't ask yeah, for more yeah. than that. You're on the right Definitely. teams, man. That's what's mm-hmm. up. Yeah, for real. Worst teammate ever. Karan. <laughs> worst, worst teammate I've ever been on a trip with. <laughs> Brother Bond's the smallest zoots. <laughs> <laughs> like, sh- rotten. And like, shaking right, his ass in your face, too, man. Come on, man. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. Worst company. Oh, <laughs> uh, Sex Cables. What? Yeah, that's exactly. That's yeah, exactly. <laughs> I'm like, is it UK? Yeah, yeah, yeah UK company. Word. Worst trend. That little shit that you hang to like your uh, your pants for your keys. Little shit. Look at that shit at the time. Like, what the fuck? Put your keys away. Like, put that shit in a bag or some shit, man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm with you. I, I, yeah, I'm yeah. too scared to like fall on that shit and like fucking dent. You'll fuck yourself. Yeah, yeah. yeah, in the yeah. hip. And that shit's just loud as hell, man. Come yeah. on, though. Someone else said that. Yeah, someone. I can't remember who, but. Um, yeah, yeah. Worst style? Uh, Alex Dacuna. <laughs> he had that right. <laughs> no, <laughs> no, of course not. <laughs> you seen his skate? <laughs> you, know, you wouldn't really hesitate if you seen nah, it. Nah, yo, send us a, send us a link <laughs> yeah, after. Yeah, we need to yeah, see Yeah, definitely. I'll send it over for real. It's too funny. But yeah, uh, jokes. Last person you want on the sesh? I fuck that that uh never skimp brother on Instagram from Ooh. fucking from New York never skimp that never. that I don't know he's from New York and it's some random brother I send you the profile as well in it but he ain't, try, he ain't trying to jump on the sesh anytime soon I ain't trying to back that <laughs> and we got some research to do after yeah that. yeah but he sound yeah, confident yeah, so real. they gotta be good answers so. yeah. Mm-hmm. All right, dog, you killed it, man. That's the end of the interview. Thank you again. 
Uh, yeah, yeah, no worries. Hey, bless up, man. Safe for having me. Mm-hmm. Like, love. Bless up, you too. Hey, no doubt, man. Thanks for coming on. We're looking forward to your part, and uh, we'll stay in touch, man. Hopefully, we get to kick it one of these days. Yeah, definitely. Looking forward to it, G. Yes, sir. Yeah. We started this segment at the request of a listener at the end of last season, and you know we're keeping it going for season 12. It's Fanboy of the Week, and this week it's Tracer from the Slap Message Boards. I heard this guy's from TDOT. Do you hear that? Oh, for real? Yeah, Tracer, show yourself, bro. Saying we're trying to trace him down and give him a backhand to the face, eh? <laughs> we promote no violence. Just kidding. We would like to talk it out peacefully with Tracer. Here he goes. Those dudes know fuck all about sports, yet talk about it at length. Tracer, man, that shit hurts, dog. We consider ourselves aficionados of the sports world, experts in NBA, NHL, and NFL news. So if you would like to apologize, we would consider accepting it. Experts? I thought we were just like slightly above average fans because we're obsessed with fantasy sports and we just talk shit for the love of it we're actually the worst sports fans because all that literally matters is our fantasy team yeah so <laughs> what hey no one forced you to listen to the rundown motherfucker matter of fact no one forced you to press play on any episode so shove that comment up your ass or go comment about it on the slap message boards after so we in your head dog tracer <laughs> hopefully we run into you dog You've got mail. Welcome back to the post office. Proudly brought to you by Dickies. Quality workwear since 1922. The toughest gear from your day job to the streets. Dickies is the clothing brand you can count on. Make sure to get your emails and voice notes into the buntlive at gmail.com. Ghost, who we got up first, man? All right, first up, we got an email from Edwin Ashman. What's good? Big fan of the podcast. I've been since the first season. Me and my mates often ask each other questions straight off the dome. For example, would you rather be Terry Kennedy or Mr. Kennedy? I'd appreciate it if you two tried this out. Free your mind. That's interesting, man. All right, I got one for the ghost. Would you rather travel the world poor or stay at home rich? That's such a tough question. I'm going to say travel the world poor and then once i'm done get home and get rich <laughs> uh would, what's up would you rather have kickflip crooks on lock or nolly flip front crooks Fuck, that's a, at first i thought that was like the easiest question ever um <laughs> kickflip crooks is very useful obviously i just go nolly flip front crooks because not many people do that shit Damn, but then you're like that weird dude who's like bag of tricks is like all the only yeah. whipping trick <laughs> yeah. I have is like flip front crooks. Yeah, you made me think for a second there. That's all right. I'll stick with it. Now I flip front crooks, man. Let's go. <laughs> all right. Next up, we have an email from Nathan Gott. Hi, guys. First of all, thank you for those COVID chronicles and all your hard work entertaining the masses. I even more enjoyed your show than usual during and post lockdown here in Paris because I had a baby boy just before all this shit started. So with no work, little to no skating, and only long shore rides around the block as an activity, listening to new episodes of the pod was a breath of fun and sanity. 
In this newfound climate of tolerance and inclusivity in skateboarding, slowly starting but only too late in my opinion, don't you agree that you represent, and more so with your reach, a kind of bully attitude? I'll explain myself. By declaring tricks as illegal, like the 540 foot mentioned in the post office section of the Bulala episode and countless others, and proclaiming kook, all, and everyone and everything, aren't you perpetuating something not much useful for skateboarding in general? Don't get me wrong, I write this because I have the same state of mind 99% of the time. I love hearing you guys talk all of this shit and I agree more than I disagree, but I can't help myself to think, why the fuck do we care if someone does a tray flip Benihana and how is that important to voice it out loud that it's lame? And it's still fucking horrendous trick, but can we get past that so everyone could enjoy their own way of skateboarding? In all seriousness, if my son tries to tray flip Benihana later in life, <laughs> I won't help it but to be very sad inside while letting him be a happy little kook. To get to the point, what do you guys think of Madar's abs last part in DC's Domino? Keep up the good work, stay safe, and wear a mask. Thanks for everything, Nathan. Well, first off, congrats on having a baby boy. That's huge. 100%. And stoked that we could uh, bring some insanity into your life on the weekly. Um, the bully attitude thing, here's my thinking. Everyone's got opinions, you know, whether we're saying it into a microphone or you're saying it in your group of friends behind someone's back that you might think is a kook. An opinion's an opinion. Whether you let it affect how you operate is up to you. You know what I'm saying? We're just saying what we think. We're not trying to necessarily bully anyone, but you don't want to be the dude doing 360 flip Benny Hanna's if all it takes is like hearing that maybe the majority of people think they're whack so if anything it's an opportunity to uh educate yourself not not that we're like an authority or anything but um here's an example my my little brother i went to his birthday he turned uh seven and it was a scooter party and i was so <laughs> bummed and we were at the skate park but you know, what am I going to do? I'm not going to tell my seven-year-old brother that he's uh, trending in the wrong direction because he's having a blast. And I was like, yo, when are you going to quit and start skating? And he's like, never. And I was like, oh, so be it, man. Um, so to anyone doing tray flip Benihana's and shit, if it's making you happy, like we don't give a shit. We just think they're lame. And uh, that doesn't mean we don't, we can't be friends with that person or we're actually going to bully them in real life. I think this goes back to the same reason we started this podcast. Everyone is just so opinionated in skateboarding. And we know just from being with our friends growing up, a lot of shit talking goes on behind closed doors, not in front of microphones. We are not telling anybody to do one certain thing or the other certain thing is wrong. Anybody can skate and live their life however they want. We just voice our own opinions. But at the end of the day, we support their choices at the same time. And to get to the point, I mean, you probably already know our thoughts on Madar's Asp's last part in DC's Domino. And it just goes to show that you would ask us what our opinion was of a part that you are basically insinuating is kind of kooky. You just wanted to hear it, man. <laughs> Real talk. But uh, that dude's one of the most skilled dudes on, on the board. Like, I always love, like, a percentage of his parts, but then... There's a percentage where I'm just like, I would never do that, but I can still appreciate the skill. Yeah, you see him do a back 50 handstand, and you're like, <laughs> what in the world is this guy up to, man? Yeah. But hey, 
That's the creativity part of skateboarding. And also, we accept when people are opinionative about us. We don't get down on ourselves. We just are who we are. And we know that people are just going to be themselves. And that's what we love the most about skateboarding. Yeah. And it also, like, people that are different and shit keep things interesting. We have, like, a Instagram group chat that all we do is send each other hilarious skate shit that yeah. you consider kooky, but we still love it. It's you funny because I mean? there's always one person who fucks with it. They're like, oh shit, that was actually yeah. crazy. Yeah, yeah. Or they'll send the little drool emoji and be like, oh, I actually like that. And everyone, nine people versus 10 are like, yo, you're crazy. That was the worst thing ever. Yeah, the worst thing that could happen is everyone actually skates the same. Yeah, nobody wants that. That was a nice email, man. Thank you, Nathan. And uh, good luck with the little man. Send me some tips if you got them. <laughs> All right, next up. We got an email from Scott Childs. What's up, guys? Definitely not your bank accounts with those Stanley Cup picks. You guys seem to be full-on bunting predictions. Toronto, get out of here. Doesn't matter how good a team they have, they still won't make it past the first round. You guys didn't show any love to the Colorado Avalanche. The hell with Sid the Kid. We got the other half of the dynamic Tim Hortons duo with the return of the Mac. I know this season just ended, so hold on to this one for the start of the next season. And if Toronto gets knocked out first round and Colorado wins the playoffs, then I hope you guys will come good with a hookup of some sort. Huge Wade D fan here. Oh, you want a primitive board or something? <laughs> Every bet needs to be two-sided, though. So if Toronto even makes it to the playoffs, I'll sign up to your Patreon for a season. You dig? My dream final is Toronto versus Colorado. So if that somehow happens, we both win in my books. Here's to the start of a new season, and as always, shout out to the Riff Raff Skate Shop for supporting the local scene. Scott Childs, man, hating on my Maple Leafs, but as usual, you were bang on. The Maple Leafs did not even make the playoffs, losing in the qualifying round. I was going to talk about this a little bit in the rundown, but we got so much sports stuff to talk about down there. We can get to this right now. The Leafs absolutely blowing it, man. Should have been able to make quick work of the Columbus Blue Jackets with all the talent on their roster. And it just didn't happen. It seemed like Austin Matthews is the only one playing with some heart out there. Just goes to show why he's a top five player in the fucking world right now. We just need to build around him a little better. But hey, your Colorado Avalanche, they won a round. And then they ended up losing in the second round. So they didn't do much better, all right? You got our boy Nazem Kadri was a big part of that too. You guys ripped us off in a trade, and I'll never forget that. We want our boy Naz back, but you guys definitely have a bright future. I hope ours is just as bright though. You got any hockey news to talk about? Nah, who's left? Stanley Cup Finals, man. Oh. Dallas Stars and Tampa Bay Lightning. Oh, what the fuck? My my Vegas Knights got dusted. They lost to Dallas. I thought Vegas was by far going to run away with this after a couple teams had gone out, namely Colorado. I was hoping to see a Colorado-Vegas series. We didn't get to that, but yeah, man. All right, let's go Tampa Bay then. Woo, Tampa, fuck, for real? Fuck, I don't like the Stars, man. They had a star back in the day that I can't remember his name, but I didn't like him. Mike Medano? Yeah. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> That's like the most legendary one. All right, next up, we got an email from Tommy D. Hello, Bunters. I'm a new listener to the show, and one of the first episodes I heard was Fred Gall. Not only was it an amazing guest, but the kook of the week call-out with Manchild was superb. <laughs> 
I was around that dude at the Thrasher Deathmatch in Austin one year and he was absolutely insufferable. Very similar to the story you told. Fuck all the keyboard junkies crying foul and defending him. You're doing him a favor by calling him out. He needs to know that time has run out on the little drunken wild boy shtick. It's funny how many of the seemingly cool skaters end up being the biggest kooks in person and vice versa. You have to expect somewhat of an ego from a pampered pro on an established brand like Crail Tap. Some people are born on third base and think they hit a triple. <laughs> My question is, have either one of you ever been disappointed with meeting a skater that you're a fan of? And if so, who and what happened? Keep up the good work. Fuck the Patriots. You're on the Patriots bandwagon this year. You oh, gotta no. ride with them. Yeah, I'm, I'm down. Cam Newton, let's go. Superman Cam. Uh, I think we've been asked this question a lot, and a skateboarder never really comes to mind when when we try to answer this. The first one that comes to mind is Brandon Marshall, though, former wide receiver in the NFL, the Denver Broncos. I ran into him in an airport in Italy. Was absolutely thrilled to see Brandon Marshall start screaming his name like a fanboy. And he just looked at me and he's like, you're too loud, bro. He's like, bro, you're too loud, man. You're too loud. And I was like, fuck. All right. <laughs> Shit, my bad, Brandon. I thought he'd be hyped. He was like his last year in the NFL, still getting some love from a fan. He's in Italy, like not too many NFL fans over there, still getting recognized. But nah, he wasn't digging it. Yeah, that's savage. If we're going sports, I guess... My Draymond Green encounter at the Louvre in Paris was a bit of a letdown too. I was like, yo, Day Day. And he had a <laughs> podcast out at the time that I've been listening to. I was like, yo, big fan of your podcast. And uh, I was like, yo, can I get a pick? And he was like, nah, nah, like not right now, not right now. And he just kind of like bounced. Hmm. But then I saw him like, I, I swear he like charged a woman like money for a picture. So like oh my he gosh. wasn't going to let me like just get a pick for free right after like i saw the money slide from hand no, to hand that can't people do that probably i don't know it was it was really weird he was like with his like his wifey and uh i don't know but i was hoping that like because i was like a super fan of like their whole dynasty and like yeah. i was actively listening to his podcast he might show me some love but hey but i get it man fuck especially him they're probably the, running into him in paris too and yeah. he's like obviously on vacation as well i think they were the defending champs that year too right it was 2018 so yeah they just won a championship so uh he was probably getting recognized all over the damn place man one more you remember this the kanye west incident yeah. probably like 15 years ago we'll save that one for another day Next up, we got an email from Nathan Feldhouse. Yo, what's up, bruvs? Huge fan of the pod. Keep killing it. Just wanted to know what side you guys are on for the HD versus VX debate and name a video part to support your pick. Shout out Santa Barbara, California. Shout out Lighthouse Skate Shop and all the homies in the 805. I'm on the side of if your filmer is on point and can make the skating look great, uh, whatever they prefer. But I guess that's kind of a cop-out. Um, Just pick one, dog. You know what? I was a VX for life guy for a oh, long time. So raw. <laughs> <laughs> but, but I don't care anymore. Like, a crispy HD part does the trick. We're all watching this shit on our phones anyways these days. And VX doesn't come through as clean. 
but the last really sick VX part that I remember being like, oh, this is done so well was Shane Goes from like five years ago, maybe. Mm-hmm. All VX. Uh, I love that part. Yeah, I just chirped you for being raw, but obviously like exact same sentiments. I love them both. There's a time and a place for either. And the only thing I don't like is mixing them. Never fucking mix them one or the other. Yeah. Let's get to the next email. All right, next up, we got an email from Shane Collins. Hey, boys, congrats on the Raptors sweep. Oh, man, this hurts to read now. (laughs) I was just thinking how it would be sick if you guys did a special rundown only edition of the bunt for the NBA NHL playoffs this year. I actually got back into sports over the past couple years, partly because of my six-year-old son, who was super into basketball and football, just like I was as a kid before I started skating. But also your podcast has definitely sparked my interest in sports. I admit I used to be one of those listeners who skipped the rundown, but now <laughs> it literally is my source for sports. Anyways, it'd be tight to hear you guys shoot this shit and chime in on, on the bubble playoffs and even some NFL rumors and updates as the football season approaches. Thanks for putting out a fire pod. Keep them barns burning. Stay. Man, that is always an idea that we kind of mess around with maybe creating a sports only pod to separate the skating from the sports. Hopefully one day we can make that happen. Yeah. And we'll have seven unique listeners, but it'll still be (laughs) worth it. (laughs) Welcome back to the rundown, the skateboard world source for sports. Brought to you by the one and only Steam Whistle, Canada's premium pilsner. The only buzz. Me and the ghost are thrilled and ecstatic to be back on the air and talk some sports. We missed almost the whole NHL bubble, pretty much the whole NBA bubble, weeks one, two, and three of the NFL. I mean, we didn't miss it like we didn't watch it, but we haven't been able to chat about it. Uh, can I just say it's about time the rundown got a sponsor? So uh, thank you, Steam Whistle. Yeah, man, we got a lot to catch up on. Let's get into it. This is the first time me and the Ghost have done not one, not two, but three fantasy football drafts against each other. I think we got a good feel for the players we each like, how we like to draft and build our teams. But who is one guy going into the drafts this year you wanted, but you failed to get at least one stock on? I wanted one piece of Calvin Ridley, but I was getting greedy and I was waiting for him in the fifth (laughs) round and he never quite fell to me, although he was drafted in the fifth round every time. Yeah, that's a bummer, man. And watching him blow up every week, every week, he's wide receiver one on the season and doesn't look like uh, he's going to be slowing down anytime soon, especially with the studs getting injured like it's Ridley's to lose at this point for fuck's sakes. Dude, he's Julio with the TDs. Yeah. It's actually insane. That's exactly what he is. And the team, the Atlanta Falcons, are so goddamn loose that it never feels like they're not going to be throwing the ball. Dan Quinn, he's blowing leads left, right, and center. I think it was like first coach to blow back-to-back however many point leads in the fourth quarter. 15-point plus. Like, how is this guy still there after the Super Bowl? It's been years since he did that in the Super Bowl, and he's still there blowing leads. It's insane. It's insane. Matt Ryan, Julio, they should have... Super Bowl rings and and it's mostly Dan Quinn's fault god damn it but my guy I wish I got a stock on Josh Jacobs didn't have the greatest week three luckily I was playing him in one league 
but he's looked like an absolute stud. Gruden has that team playing better than ever, and I just felt like he would be a potential top five RB at the end of the year. Uh, no doubt. I just missed out on him too. I feel the same way, but I had Clyde Edwards-Alaire one spot ahead, and uh, Jacobs never quite fell to me. It sucks that you are pretty much handcuffed at the players you can get based on the position in which you draft. And in all three of my drafts, I was at the back end of the first round. So I was lucky enough to have one Clyde Edwards-Hilaire drop to me and one Dalvin Cook drop to me. But that's about it, man. Who was your other first round pick? Devontae Adams. Oh, Back yeah. end of a 12-man league. Damn. They're all no running, no running hey, backs to be seen. Week one, you were feeling nice about it. 27 hey, I'm, points. I'm cruising in that league, man. Uh, I was the opposite. I got the front end of every draft. I got a Zeke share. I got a Kamara share, which I'm absolutely loving. And a Clyde Edwards Elair. And on the flip side of that, going into this season, there were obviously some guys that you had known before that you needed to get. Who's that guy this year? You know what? It sucks to say now because he hasn't done much, but DJ Moore was just like my guy in round three. I'm like, yo, Teddy Bridgewater is an upgrade over Kyle Allen. And uh, it'd make more sense if we played PPR, but I still was just like, fuck it. Uh, I think he only had two touchdowns last year, but still killed it. Uh, so I'm hoping he can turn it around and uh, start fucking making it pop. So you were not worried about Robbie Anderson in the slightest? No, not at all. He's had a pretty good year so far. That guy for me was Kenny Galladay. Got him in one league. Missed him the first two weeks, but week three, it's Galladay season. I mean, I, I'm probably not going to get the win in that league, but shit, he's fun to watch. Have you had any... Uh, who's your biggest like uh, surprise or like a, a late guy that you drafted uh, who's who's been a pleasant surprise? Well, I actually drafted Raheem Mostert as my third RB in one league and automatically he became a starter without a doubt. Obviously lost him to injury. And another guy I've been pleasantly surprised with didn't have the greatest week three, but that's because game script was absolutely terrible is David Montgomery. In two of my leagues, with the flex, the 12-man leagues, I got, I have him in the flex in both of those, and it's been a pleasant surprise. That's what's up. Yourself? That's what's up. I only have one right now. Uh, it's my guy, James Robinson. I got him in all three leagues, but like an idiot, I drafted him in two, and in our keeper league, I didn't draft him for some reason. I just... Because it's 10 teams, so I'm like, oh, I'll just get him There's off the wire. too much talent, man. Yeah. Yeah. But I fucking drafted Boston Scott with my last pick. Like, how dumb do I feel? I could have had him in the 16th round. Man, you got some good advice from Bruce on that one, huh? Oh! <laughs> Bruce, if you're listening to this, I don't know if you were drunk or what, but you did not tell me about James Robinson. My, my, uh, my own research did that and i swear when i saw you we'd already drafted and i was like yeah we both agreed like oh yeah james robinson's our sleeper and in your head you're some guru who's teaching me everything like you know ezekiel elliott's really good they had no shit love you bruce (laughs) you're a legend let's keep it moving we'll have lots of time to talk about the nfl but two of our favorite sports that are wrapping up the nhl bubble the nba bubble nhl is pretty much a wrap we talked about it a little bit in the post office those fucking Maple Leafs, man. They just they just can't get it right. Bunch of players that all play the same. But that's neither here nor there. The Tampa Bay Lightning and the Dallas Stars. It's 3-2 Tampa right now. Before the series started, we had a bet going. 
You took Tampa. I took Dallas for one of our classic cheeseburger bets. I think Dallas can win three in a row here, man, and maybe upset them. Well, with all my NHL knowledge, I'm just going to have to say that's not happening. Who is uh, your favorite player on your Tampa Bay Lightning right now? It's got to be Kovalchuk. <laughs> He's on Washington, man. Damn it. All right, let's keep it moving to the NBA bubble. Where do you want to start, man? The Clippers? Are we starting with the Clippers? Bro, I'm so over the NBA. Like, as soon as Denver... Denver basically ruined my Western Conference bracket, and I knew if they moved on. Like, they just kept beating the teams that they I weren't supposed to. So I wanted Utah to win because the Clippers would have destroyed them. Mm-hmm. They could have slowed down uh, the head of the snake, Donovan Mitchell, and then, you know, it's a wrap yeah. without fucking Boyan. Uh, and then whatever they get through there and then the clips are up 3-1 thought it was over they beat them to give the lakers an easier path again everyone wanted la la uh and now i've just i've been mentally preparing myself to live in a world where lebron has four rings i'm over it and uh, i'm just hoping the heat can pull off a miracle man this is extremely similar to last year when the Portland Trailblazers beat the Nuggets to give Golden State the easy run to the finals. And I feel like, like you said, it's just worked out perfectly for LeBron, man. So fucking annoying. That goddamn uh, narrative. Yeah, I don't want to jinx the Celtics either. Like, they're actually, it's the third quarter in game six right now. Mm-hmm. So good luck, Heat, rooting for them for sure. What's the score? They're up by four. It's 76 to 72, Heat. Wow. Yeah. So what do you think? Let's just go out on a limb here and say the Miami Heat, knock on wood, are going to meet the Los Angeles Lakers in the finals. Do they stand a chance? Yeah, it's going to have to be Are they depth. big enough? Well, we know that Bam gives uh, Giannis a lot of trouble defensively, so hopefully that he can kind of... I think he's got the quickness and the athleticism to kind of do a good job on ad and i just gotta hope that lebron burns out and hope that the heat win tonight so that the lakers don't have too much time to rest um but man you got two top five players on one team and then the best player on the heat is like a top 15 player yeah uh they gotta do it if they win committee if they win it's gonna be like when the pistons beat the lakers back in the day where it was like they had four or five you know well, that's the thing. Like you Good said, the players. Lakers have two top five players, but then the next four or five best players in the series are all Miami Heat. Exactly. So if you think back to 2004 finals, or was it 2005 uh, when the Pistons won? It was like Ben Wallace, Chauncey Billups, Tayshaun Prince, Rasheed Wallace, uh, just a bunch of really solid guys. Uh, Rip Hamilton. And then on the other side, it was the one-two superstar punch, right? And uh, chemistry issues and amazing defense. Like, chemistry issues for the Lakers, which they don't have this year. And then amazing defense on the other side was was the trick. So we just got to hope that the Heat basketball, team basketball can win superstar over superstar, a superstar combo. Great coaching, great team. And they're just a bunch of dogs. Those, those goons from Dade County, like Kendrick Perkins says, man, yeah. I think they got a shot. Uh, they got a shot. Duncan Robinson's going to need to be a sniper. Drogic is going to have to keep this elevated play up. Bam's going to have to be a superstar. 
And our boy Tyler Hero is going to have to have at least one or two explosions. 30. He's going to have to put up 30 once or twice. <laughs> yeah. It's it's possible. Um, it could be like a Dallas. Same thing like when Dallas beat the Heat. Yeah. We watched that series in Miami. It's Who was our boy? The you can't see me guy? Oh, Deshaun Stevenson. <laughs> he was on fire. That's what the Heat need one of those guys to step up. Tyler Hero, baby. Or maybe they just bring in Udonis Haslam. Shake off the cobwebs and uh, take a hard foul on someone. <laughs> all right, y'all. That's going to wrap up episode one of season 12. Thank you all for listening. Catch you next week. Let's go, Heat. Big shout out to Dickies.